Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me online, social media, Twitter, Instagram. I'm at primetimeclient, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. It is Power Rankings Day in the NFL, and we will get to today's ticket presented by Betstamp, the Travago Sports Gambling. Download the app and use the referral code COUCH to see the value of line shopping, see the value of having multiple different sports books, and see a number of different expert picks on the app. Download Betstamp and use the referral code COUCH today. We are going to start, obviously, with the DeMar Hamlin stuff, um, as my cat jumps up on me here. And there's obviously a few different ways to, to go about this one. Um, that was terrifying to watch. And it sounds like things are improving dramatically. He's even asking who won the game um, to, to doctors, which is obviously an incredibly encouraging sign that things are, are going to progress to uh, a conclusion that isn't uh, as, terrifying, uh, as terrifying as it seemed when it all went down on Monday. I, I first want to start with how the NFL handled it because the the five minute thing and then um, the like okay yeah we're gonna give you guys five minutes to, to kind of warm up warm up and we're gonna get back at it like that that's just remarkably tone deaf and the more I mean look it I, I'm not breaking the genre here in saying yeah the NFL probably doesn't care about their players as much as a they would like you to believe and b they probably don't even care about their players as much as they like to tell themselves that they care about the players I do think that there was probably in that moment a bit of well if a guy breaks his leg and gets carted off the field you get time to warm up and you go this is kind of the same thing and when it was clearly not um and, and so ultimately kudos to the Buffalo Bills coaching staff the coaching staff of the Cincinnati Bengals and the players on both sides as well for being like um we are not playing this football game today that would be horrifying and the NFL definitely has this we're too big to fail when it comes to everything. But I think coming out of the COVID season with no canceled games really gave them an inflated sense of, oh, we can do anything. And also we can make these players do anything. And like the, the, the fact that it took so long to get that figured out is just absolutely horrendous. The issue is, and it, it kind of, it for me, tags along with um, the, the news from the Ultimate Fighting Championship this week um, with the, the video surfacing of, of Dana White um, and his physical altercation with his wife at New Year's in Mexico. The issue is, like, the ultimate thing is to say, well, just don't watch. You know, like, don't support it. And look, like, I, I, I'm not making it a big deal or anything like that, but I'm not watching the World Juniors this year. I just, I can't with all the Hockey Canada stuff going on. Th there is no way I am going to support um, Hockey Canada with the, the men's hockey program in any way, shape, or form for the next little while. But a number of people don't. And I'm, I'm not saying that th this is a... Um, a flag that everyone should be planting. It's just me. It, it feels icky to me. Apparently, Connor Bedard is being awesome. Uh, that's fantastic. I think the gold medal game is tonight. But for the NFL, like we can say, look, this is another example about how little they care about the players. Oh, okay, great. Are we going to boycott then? No, but we're going to be really shitty to him on Twitter, right? And it's the same thing with Dana White. Like he, he does this horrendous thing, apparently gets zero repercussions from it. I'm still going to watch the next fight night card. And with the... NFL, I'm still going to watch on Sunday, uh, Saturday. My favorite team is playing their final game of the season. Probably going to watch. Probably going to watch on Sunday. Going to watch all throughout the playoffs. Definitely going to watch the Super Bowl. Going to watch next year. And it, it, it's like we, and I'm not, 
I don't even know what the, the conclusion is around it. Like, do you just not support the sponsors of it? But then you're watching all of their ads and, I mean, everyone's a sponsor of the NFL. Like, I just, I don't know how we as fans can kind of let these people know that we think what they are doing and how they are behaving is really shitty when the only thing we can do to provide any kind of consequences for them, we're, none of us are going to do. And so it's, it's a really, really shitty moral dilemma. It's to say, like, happens in boxing in the UFC all the time where, like, I... I've hated for a long time the treatment of UFC fighters. I'm still going to watch pay-per-views. Um, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago before the, the end of the new year. Uh, or before the end of last year. Beginning of the new year. However you want to say it. Where I, I hate, hate, hate how the UFC handles their fighters. We hate how the NFL handles concussions. We hate how boxing handles everything. We're still going to watch. And it, it just it's such a helpless feeling as a sports fan because you want some of these things to get better but it never does it really never does and it's it's frustrating and it you feel very powerless uh to the, the whole situation but the nfl along with everything the show must go on right like oh boy um the other part of it was the the skip bayless tweet um i i think skip bayless uh his moral compass broke a long time ago i i think he is just a deplorable human being um, when he called himself a journalist the other day, that's like me saying I'm the host of the national because I talk into a microphone. Um, he has turned himself into a monster, right? And I, I don't really have a lot of sympathy now for the, well, everyone's in the moment. We, we are supposed to have the best opinion in the moment. You could just not tweet. Like that's definitely a thing you're allowed to do, right? Like you can just not tweet it out, but if you are going to tweet out something in 2023, like we've we've lived through enough shit now where no, we've never seen a player get a heart attack on the football field before. However, we've seen enough really awful things, even just in the last three years, where we kind of have a grasp that, hey, this is probably not the right way to be reacting about this. Like, I'm not saying we should all have it perfect and there isn't a full... Um, how-to guide on how to tweet during something like this but if there was it would be a simple one I probably just don't it, unless you're going to say like hey really hope he's okay you don't have to tweet uh, the, the the sports world would not have spun off its axis if skip bayless hadn't reminded us that yeah there's a lot of things that go into the decision from the nfl that don't involve the dude who had to get resuscitated for eight minutes on a football field like, yes, we, we understand this was supposed to be a big game. Game of the year. Would have been awesome to watch. Probably don't need it now. And he, we didn't need you to remind us of the stakes of this football game and how it might complicate things for this billion-dollar industry if it didn't go the way it was supposed to. But for Skip, like, he, he you, you can really see how he's created his own world with this. Like, he has, for so long, viewed sport and viewed these athletes as just little chips that he can use in different ways to get the clout that he so desperately desires. Like he can, he, he views guys like LeBron James and even his, um, his colleague, Shannon Sharp, views them in a way where like everything they do in his mind is viewed in this kind of vacuum. It's okay, how can I twist this to make people notice me more? And it's just, it's another thing where everything is viewed, even Shannon Sharp's explanation of why he wasn't on that god awful show on Tuesday. Um, Skip couldn't, 
not make it about him and the, the tweet like he had to get in there and and defend himself like he he just everything in the world is viewed through how can skip get the maximum attention out of it and that that's the type of monster that this new sports um hot take first take undisputed landscape has created over the the last 10 15 years so mini rant over um now let's get to well try to get to some of the fun stuff obviously football is supposed to be the distraction but i mean that was a pretty horrendous thing that we saw. So um, once again, just so thankful that DeMar Hamlin um, is is apparently improving. It's We're certainly still not out of the woods yet. I don't want to paint that picture. But um, yes, just, just hopeful that it continues to progress in the way that it appears to be progressing. Let's try to get into some football talk with our NFL power rankings. Obviously, you'll hear how I handle it um, at the, the end of the rankings here. 32, we're back to the Houston Texans being bad. They got shit kicked last week, so they are the worst team in the NFL, and they will probably remain in that spot. At 31, it's the Chicago Bears. We had a brief, oh, hey, maybe Chicago. They still have a long way to go. They have their quarterback and nothing else. And this is, again, the cautionary tale for all of these teams who are going to be drafting quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. You kind of need some other stuff than getting the quarterback figured out. Although Justin Fields on the Jets right now, oh boy, wouldn't that be a thing? At 30, it's Denver. They Look, they made a push. They made a bit of a comeback against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the most life they've shown all year. Still really bad. Um, at number 29, it's the Indianapolis Colts. At 28, it is Arizona. So your bottom five, Arizona, Indianapolis, Denver, Chicago, and Houston. Just out of the bottom five, the LA Rams. Um, again, they are in a difficult spot. I would imagine they're going to bounce back pretty well next year. The Vegas Raiders. Um, no, we should not read anything into Jared Stidham. Everyone can have one good game. Uh, <laughs> Atlanta at 25, 24, it is Cleveland. The New York Jets have fallen fast. They are down at 23. They have significant building blocks there. They clearly need the quarterback. And Bomani Jones had a great take on it the other uh, a couple of weeks ago. They've done what you're supposed to do, right? Like, hey, draft quarterback high and hope you can get the hope you can hit it. Like they they have addressed this problem in the draft twice with top three picks, and it still hasn't worked. It, again, it's one of the things that we preach about on this show. There is more than one way to build a winner. There's also more than one way to build a loser. And I'm not saying the Jets are a loser, but it's just it's not draft quarterback high, print money. They have everything around the quarterback, and it's still not going well for them. But they're, they're in an interesting spot next year. Selfishly, I would love for that to be a Tom Brady landing spot. Brady in New York going up against Belichick twice a year. Oh, it's farbed to the Vikings all over again. That would be... Just unbelievable. Um, at 22, it is the Saints. 21, it is Carolina. That was a heartbreaking way to lose that game um, uh, against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At 20, it is the Tennessee Titans, who it just, it feels over. And now they're going to be an interesting, interesting, interesting team to watch this offseason. At 19, it's Washington. They made a push there for a bit, but they're, they're just not there. Um, Heineke's been fun for a bit, but I, I don't think he's the answer at quarterback. They have some pieces, though. They're an intriguing team going into next year. At 18, it's the Patriots, who now some crazy how control their own destiny in the AFC playoff race. 17, it is Detroit, who needs a win and some help. I'm... So intrigued to see what this Detroit team can do in what is definitely their Super Bowl on Sunday Night Football. 16, it is the Pittsburgh Steelers who still have a path into the postseason. 15, it's Seattle. They have definitely cooled here. Um, and again, now they need a win 
and some help to get into the postseason. At 14, it's Miami who continues to fall because of the issues they've had at the quarterback position. You feel for Tua because this this felt like it could have been a special year for the Miami Dolphins, and they just Tua could not stay healthy. And now they go into a year where there's going to be a lot of hype around this team, I think, going into next year. At 13, it's Jacksonville. Speaking of uh, controlling your own destiny, they played the Titans on Saturday night to see who uh, moves on from the AFC South. At 12, it's the Giants. They are in. Still don't love the quarterback, but I mean, they. a lot of times you would have like, hey, look at this scrappy team. They got an explosive running back. Um, they got a, a good head coach. That's the team you don't want to face in the playoffs. Au contraire, that, that is the team you 100% want to face in the playoffs. You are trying to get, and look, the, the, the seventh team coming into the, the NFC playoffs, Ain't no shakes either. Like, there's a couple of... Give me a couple real bad playoff games on the NFC side and the AFC side, too. Whoever gets in as the last AFC team um, is going to get just absolutely throttled. Um, but, yeah, the, there is... There are going to be some bad playoff teams this year, but that's what you get with playoff expansion. 11 is Baltimore. Um, this feels like a giant missed season so far. Like, they... I... I Missed season is probably a bit of a stretch. I, I I'm I am probably over exaggerating when it comes to um, the the Baltimore Ravens saying that this is a a lost season for them. They are ten and six. They are obviously in the playoffs. Um, they're not going to win the division though, so they do have to go out on the road to uh, to start. And if the playoffs were to start today, they'd be taking on the Bengals in the first round. The Lamar Jackson situation is going to be very interesting um, this off season. It just feels like there should be more there. Like, the defense is obviously good. Let's take a look at how Baltimore has done the last few weeks because this defense is actually playing some pretty good football, at least it feels like to me. Um, let's take a look here. All right, lose 16-13. Win 17-9. Uh, lose 13-3. Win 16-14. Win 10-9. Um, they have a 13-3. They, they lost the Jags 28-27. But yeah, you look at how the defense has played the last couple of weeks. Like, if you score 17 points, which isn't asking much in the NFL, then this team's undefeated through December and into the, the first week of January here. They just have not been able to do anything on offense. If Lamar Jackson were able to stay healthy, that this team is seriously competing for a playoff spot. They're a team you don't want to face in the playoffs. Um, I mean, I said seriously um, competing for a playoff spot. Competing for a division's crown and competing for um, potentially the one seed even in the AFC with a couple of teams stumbling there down the stretch. At 10, it's Tampa Bay. This, again, is more of a statement on the quality of the league this year than uh, the quality of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are not a great football team, but when I was going through the teams, you just keep moving Tampa Bay up. Same thing with Green Bay at 9. Same thing with Minnesota at 8. I still don't think Minnesota's all that good. Two of their biggest games of the year, they've been absolutely shit-pumped in. And, like, it was first game of the year against the Green Bay Packers. This is your time to set the tone. And they have, but, like, they are, what are they, 12-4 and four right now and have a negative point differential? That's really bad. That's also really hard to do. You've won eight more games than you've lost, and... You're negative for points this season. Like, how? How? How do you do that? It is mind-boggling how bad Minnesota can be. But could you see them stringing, what is it, three, four wins together to, to make it to the, uh, to win a Super Bowl? 
They might. This this year's been weird. At seven, it is the Chargers, who I'm still begging for them to kind of jump up for me. And now we have this tier. Before it was a tier of three, I have now made it all one tier, a tier of six. Dallas at six. Um, th these like I, I think these are the teams in contention to be the best team in the league right now. Dallas at six. I think they have the best defensive player in the league and just such an intriguing offense. There, there are obviously some holes, but star power-wise, the Cowboys always have it, and they certainly have it this year. At five at San Francisco, there's just so many ways they can beat you on offense, and they have legitimate game uh, records on the defensive side of the ball. At four, it's Philadelphia. It's fallen off a bit without Jalen Hurts there. Um, some of the conversation, well, was it the team or was it Hurts? I think we're seeing now the importance of the quarterback to this uh, Philadelphia Eagles team. At three, it's Kansas City, and then tied this week atop the power rankings, um, both deserving from a football standpoint and a off-the-field standpoint, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals tie for the top spot on my power rankings this week. Uh, all right, we will see how all it plays out on Sunday. When we come back, it is time for today's ticket presented by Betstamp. All right, it is time for today's ticket presented by Betstamp. Download the Betstamp app. Use the referral code COUCH when you do to let them know that we sent you. This is just such a great resource for anyone in the sports gambling world. Um, if you've been following along with my picks, you see I'm not putting a whole lot on these. It's five bucks at a time. If you are the most casual or the most hardcore better that you know, this app, the Betstamp app, is such a great resource for you. You can see all the different odds for each game. And it's not just, oh yeah, there's a bunch of places where you can see odds for a game. No, every odd for every game in the place that you are living in, um, you can see where the best odds are for you to get the most return on your investment. You see the value of line shopping. You see the value of having multiple different sports books. And if you're that one who I just said, like the most hardcore sports gambler um, that you know, you can sell your picks on here. If you, you know what, I'm gonna get in the space. You can sell your picks on here and they do not take any commission for it. Download the Betstamp app and use the referral code COUCH to let them know that we sent you. So let's take a look at the Betstamp app and see what games are on the docket for today, shall we? It is a busy night in the National Hockey League. The Rangers taking on the Montreal Canadiens. I feel like Montreal's starting to fall off a little bit. I like the Rangers too much. Um, part of it, I think, might be I haven't watched enough Rangers this year to be kind of uh, to fall into a trap that maybe they aren't as good as I thought they were. But I think Montreal is starting to kind of hit that slide where it's like, eh, maybe they're turning back into the team we thought they were going to be this year. I'll take Rangers minus one and a half. Um, the, the best odds for that coming from cool bet, we can get at plus 131. There's a few that are close to it. Plus 127 at pinnacle plus 119 at party poker, couple, uh, sorry, plus 125 at party poker, couple other plus 125s in there, but cool bet coming in over the top of the plus 131 is the way to go in that spot. Kraken against, um, Toronto was really interesting. I think Seattle, I think Seattle, um, <laughs> Seattle is legitimate. Seattle, um, I think Seattle is legit. I'll go plus one and a half on that. It's a minus 120 at Bet Victor. So we're getting, a, I think, a pretty good return on our investment in that one. I like that pick. Moving on, Islanders taking on Edmonton. That is such an interesting hockey game. Um, I think it's... A, a, I think I'm underestimating, uh, underestimating the Islanders. I'm doing game over on Friday for the Flames taking on the Isles. I'll be interested to see how the Islanders handle the Edmonton Oilers in this matchup tonight. Uh, that's 
pretty well all, I think, from the NHL slate. Let's move into the NBA. Clearly not as busy, uh, busy, sorry. Memphis taking on the Orlando Magic. I do think Memphis beats them up pretty good. Um, I like Memphis a lot. We're going to go minus six and a half from Bodog. And you know what? We're going to go Boston Celtics um, minus three. That number coming from Coolbet. We are going to go with that one as well. And that's going to be all we go with for the NBA slate this evening. So four games on today's ticket. We got the Rangers uh, minus one and a half against the Montreal Canadiens from Coolbet. We got the Kraken plus one and a half um, from Bet Victor. We have the Memphis Grizzlies minus six and a half from Bodog. And Coolbet again giving us the Boston Celtics minus three against the Dallas Mavericks. That all coming to us from Betstamp. Download the app, use the referral code couch, let them know that we sent you. Um, we just went through it. You can get the, the best line. And even in hockey, like basically every hockey game is minus one and a half. But there was a couple that we plus 120, plus 125, plus 130. So you get a little bit of return on the investment. You win enough of those. It really starts to pay off for you. You see the value of this. You see the value of line shopping. Download the Betstamp app and use the referral code couch to let them know that we sent you. That is today's ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, should have regularly scheduled programming on Friday, and I'm hoping to do some bonus wrestling stuff over the weekend. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you to Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. Talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm out.